Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ordway, Marloni, Fourier. Back to OMF on EEI. Back here on uh, OMF. Time for Alex Core. Brought to you by KM. As long as there's KM this summer. Arbella Insurance and by Zenny. The official eyewear of the Boston Red Sox. Major League style. At minor league prices. Visit Zenny.com. See you ready there, guys? Hello, hello there Alex. I Alex? hear him. He's watching a commercial. I see a commercial. Shopping online. He's doing some shopping. What, what, are you, what are you buying back what, there? What, what are you, are you looking doing at? there in the background? The, is this a home shopping network you're on right now? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like QVC. Wow. <laughs> so how are you doing? Everything good? All good, man. All good. Okay. Yeah. So, so Monday you got an opportunity, the first day, to watch all of these other teams deal with the new security rules in uh, going out and checking up on pitchers. Last night, you got to experience it firsthand. I didn't see any of you guys actually drop their uh, pants or anything like that. We saw that elsewhere around the league. So yeah. how was life in the new era of baseball? Um, from our end, it was good yesterday. Um, there were no issues. Uh, like I said before the game yesterday, uh, I watched the first guy that was checked was uh, – uh, Degrom, mm-hmm. right, and he's he's like way above everybody else uh, on the mound right now, and he had no issues. So I I do believe everybody should follow suit, right? Uh, obviously, there were certain situations yesterday. I mean, the one in Texas, I don't agree with that one uh, with with Romo, but the one in in Philadelphia that was a little bit different. Um, I still not sure when they actually checked uh, Scherzer uh, for. I, I'm hearing it was first and third. Yep. I don't know how many outs. So that one, that, that's that's an interesting one. Uh, I just saw an interview by Kershaw saying that uh, if we check on the pitcher, like in that situation, and nothing is found, then something has to happen to the manager. Either get thrown out or we, we, we lose, lose a chair. challenge. Yeah, yeah something. Chair. Because it's... it's uh, and I do believe he's right. Uh, you know, for for think you know the rhythm of the pitcher, the situation. I don't know if Joe was doing it because of that reason, just to break his rhythm. But uh, 
is 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 an interesting one to say the least. You know, Alex, we were just talking about that with what Joe decided because he saw him go to his hair a lot, and I'm saying that's you don't even need that anymore. And like, I'm, I'm guessing that you guys have somebody looking at a computer during a game like I will be tonight, baseball savant, right? <laughs> And I can see if a guy's down a buck ninety two fifty, and then all of a sudden the third inning he's back to average again. Like that would be reason to sit there and say, "I've got data, I've got info." Like you know what I mean? To say that hey, in this fourth mm-hmm. inning something's different. Like that would give you reason to go out there and maybe check him. Correct? Yeah. The one thing that I just going through the game yesterday <clears throat> and uh, watching. Uh, Urias with the Dodgers, right, on uh, on Monday. Uh, he gives us four right away, and they check on him. Honestly, like, I, I don't know why you should check a guy that just gave up four, regardless if he had substance, right? Yeah, bro, last just night. Let him go. Let him be. Let him roll. You know, you give up four, let him go. And then he comes back the next inning. I, I doubt that a pitcher is going to cross the line, you know, Somebody, well, somebody's going to get catch, obviously. You know, we got, what, we got still have half a season. But just check him in the next inning. Not not when he gives up four. I mean, it, it does it really matter? You know, like his stuff was average and he got hit. Why check on him? So there has to be a fine line, you know, a balance. Uh, it can't be like every inning. I, I don't think that's that's what they, they wanted to do from the get-go. Obviously, they check on the relievers. It's a little bit weird when, when you bring the closer and they check on him right away, obviously, in a walk-off situation. But uh, it's a work in progress. But, um, you know, I think uh, as far as, like, stuff, you can see that pitchability is going to come into play. It's going to be very important. Uh, command, uh, expanding the zone, uh, setting up hitters is going to be important. It's not this uh, – you know, we always talk about gorilla ball, right? And in, in, in Omaha and in, in the College World Series back in the day when LSU was beating Miami and the shortstop was crying, you know, just hitting home runs, all that stuff. Well, the, the gorilla ball of throwing hard up on the zone, just let it rip. It doesn't matter where it's going. I think uh, those times are over. I don't know. Is that college baseball? What are we doing here? <laughs> college baseball. I can't, well, I can't, I mean, I can't you watch. You don't remember I can't, that. No, no, <laughs> I, know what you're, I know what you're talking about. I was teasing you. But I do I do think, Alex, I do think it's interesting that, and I'll maybe, you know, you can, you know, fill me in a little bit, is these unintended consequences with, I think, the gamesmanship that is going to exist with managers who just, I don't think it's going to be beneath them to try and rattle somebody. So do you anticipate in Major League Baseball maybe kind of, you know, just taking the temperature of the room, seeing how things kind of start, and then inter- uh, introducing new rules, like adding new rules like you're talking with the managers as far as being penalized? Um, honestly, I don't know. Uh, it, you know, this is, I hate to say it, but it's a work in progress, right? Um, uh, I think, you know, we know what happened the last few years as far as, like, the stuff and 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 you saw it early in the season, and uh, the rules the rule has been there forever. It's just a matter of like you know they they push it and and all of a sudden they start talking about other substances other than rosin and 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 um, sunscreen. So there's constant communication. Uh, today I, I talked to Mike Hill and, and Raul Ibanez about our game how they handle it, how, how, how they go. And uh, on a daily basis, you, you give feedback. And, and hopefully, like I said uh, last week, in, in, in 10 or, or 14 days, 
the the talk of baseball is going to be about you know the Red Sox playing good baseball, uh, Franco, you know, being one of the best young players in the game, Vladdy. Hopefully, that's the case. All right, let's talk about the Red Sox playing good baseball. You've got a game and a half lead in the division. You've got a terrific divisional record. I know two weeks ago you talked about uh, talking to the guys about how poorly they had played over the last couple of years at Yankee Stadium. And now you're 7-0 and against the Rays and the Yankees with a lot of games this week against those two teams. Has that been part of this, focusing in on the teams within your division that you must beat if you're going to be a playoff team? You have to do it. You have to do it, especially this year when you have four teams that are, are pretty solid. Um, obviously, coming to the season, everybody thought it was going to be a three-team race. We we did what we did, and now it's a four-team race. And you're going to be banging heads with, with everybody in this division. And uh, we talk about it <clears throat> before opening day that we need to be better within the division and a fan way. It didn't work out for three days. It was awful. But – it's something that you have to take care of business. You have to do it. And uh, the more serious you win against uh, the division, the better it is. And uh, in 19, we were bad at home and against the Rays and against the Yankees. Last year, you guys know what happened. So uh, we've done better. You know, we, we started off well. Uh, you know, that, that I think that that first series against the Rays, bouncing back from, from the Orioles was it set the tone for where we at right now. We did a good job offensively. It, it felt like offensively we can handle these guys. You know they're good. We know what they do, but we were able to to put good at bats. Uh, I think we had like 35 hits in three days, and and it gave us confidence. And yesterday we felt the same way. You know we fell behind, but it was just a matter of time of keep putting good at bats, going the other way, being aggressive against them, and do this. And this is something we talk about in spring training and, and in opening day. Alex, you got a guy going tonight in Richards, and his last outing, you know, talked a lot after the game. He didn't throw one single curveball in that game. He said he didn't feel comfortable with it. So you got a week in between. Like, wh- where's he at mentally? It seemed like he was kind of rattled after that game. He's in a good place, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, worked on a few things in, in the bullpen. Uh, as you know, you know, you just said it. You know, he didn't use the curveball. Uh something that we have done this year really, really good compared to last year. We added that pitch. He didn't throw it as much last year. Last year was uh, that four-seamer cutter kind of thing that he has, the two-seamer and the slider. So <clears throat> expect him to, to, to use it today. Uh, There's a good lineup. Um, I do believe he's been fastball heavy in, in the inside part of the play against righties. He can actually use it up and away against them and get some swings and misses So. Uh, talking to him throughout the week, uh, talking to Bushy about certain things that we did in the bullpen, uh, he should be okay. And I don't know if Erod just throws every Tuesday because I feel like every time we talk to you, he had just thrown the night before. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's strange watching. You, uh, him. He was good yesterday, right? He well, was good yeah, yesterday. Yeah. He was, and we talked last week in Atlanta, and I was saying like the pitch selection looked a little bit different, right? But last night, it's almost there's always a combination of you know five infield singles an error, you know what I mean? Like, there's always, like, bad luck, but then again, there's some things that he does on his own, too. So it's like, where do, where is he when you look at that performance last night with him? I honestly, I was I was pleased with him. That's why he went out in the sixth inning. He, he was throwing the ball well, uh, <clears throat> hit by pitch. The, the pitch that put him in a bad spot, and this is a pitch 
<clears throat> he's been missing the whole season. You know, we, we talk about the cutter. He got it back. The change of his back, the four-seamer's back. He, he used to, like, later in the game, had that two-seamer comeback right to righties to, to, to strike him out. He hasn't had that pitch, and he tried to do it with Diaz. And you saw the pitch. You ran away, stay on plane, <clears throat> and he went with it, the other way with it. That pitch put him in a bad spot. The breaking ball to, to Franco, you know, that, that breaking up ball didn't do too much. He stayed back. He, he said he was looking for it. I'm like, wow, dude, you know, he, he's really that good because, uh, I mean, first time he's seen him, he didn't throw too many before. He put a good swing as a home run. But if he goes with a four-seamer up against Diaz, I do believe he gets a swing and miss or a pop-up. So that pitch put him in a bad spot. Besides that, his best fastball of the year, good changeup, good conviction. The first four innings, not so much, com- not too much conviction in that inning. But then he finished strong in the sixth. So I- I'm good where he's at. I know the results are not there, and people are going to say, "Well, you know, he needs to do better." But for him to go six against that lineup that they like to mix and match with you, and they they go with swing path against. The, your stuff, I I, I, th- I thought that was probably his best start of the season. All right, so you get a you get an option for me on this one. Okay, you can either answer a question uh, regarding Chris Sale or or who's hitting leadoff. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Danny's hitting leadoff today. <laughs> well, you already answered. That was easy. Yeah. Well, so then give me give me Chris Sale then. Just the uh, you know the the quick and easy Cliff Notes version of how's he doing? He's doing good. He uh, he's actually facing hitters Saturday. At Fenway, um, the pl- schedule-wise, it was supposed to be Friday, but you know, Friday we we probably get in with the way we're playing against these guys. We probably get in at five in the morning, and uh, you know, everything gets pushed back. There's no batting practice, so he'll throw Saturday. I think it's twenty pitches to hitters, and um, I think that's you know, we've been talking about the countdown and expectations and getting excited. I think after that, you know, he throws a live BP and, and, and now you can, like, start seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, it's still far. You know, it's a big tunnel. It's way out there. But you're like, okay, this is going to happen. Uh, he threw yesterday. He felt good. The bullpen yesterday was kind of like getting ready for a start. He went to the bullpen, warm up, went back to, went to the dugout, was there for five minutes, went to the mound, finished his work. He, he's in a good place, man. And then, you know, mechanic-wise, the reports were awesome. Good change of good slider velocity. You know, he hit 94 again. So that's great. So, you know, I'm um, very excited mm-hmm. for him and, and where we at as an organization. So Tanner so, is pitching today, right? He's pitching right now. Yep. Yep. Uh, so many things have been going well uh, for this team to this point. I'm wondering if you have any concern – whatsoever about your defense and I, I say that because the team makes errors and they made two early in the game last night but they don't seem to be killing you in the end eventually that's got to catch up to you doesn't it yeah we need to be better we need to be better um the good thing now is that the third baseman he makes an error and it's not the end of the world you know he'll tell you what happened a few years ago, he'll make an error, and, and he'll carry it the whole game. He'll strike out three times. He probably makes another error, and we'll carry to the next day. And yesterday, he doesn't make that play right away. Uh, and he came up to me, and he's like, this is what happened. I'm like, good, okay, now just 
go hit a homer, you know, like relax. And he, he, he relaxes now. Um, we didn't play particularly well the last day in, in, uh, in Kansas City. You know, when – and Lou knows, well, you guys know, I do believe double plays are, are game changers at this level. And we've been doing a great job turning double plays throughout the season. We've been really good. And we had two opportunities to turn double plays, one with a comeback to Nate. He doesn't catch the ball clean. We get the out at first. And then Christian at second, who usually is sure-handed, you know, he doesn't catch the ball. We don't turn it all play. That game, I really didn't like. But, you know, you're going to make mistakes. And uh, one thing for sure, everything that we did, pregame and spring training, using the machine, doing the drills, we're still doing it. We're doing it. The thing is that we're not on a part of the schedule that, you know, we went to Atlanta. It was hot. We went to Kansas City. It was awful. This turf here is not it's not great, and then obviously this weekend is going to be a long one as far as like the pace of play and getting home early, early in the morning the next day. So we got to take care of them. But I'm not worried. I'm not that worried with the defense. You know, Alex, I, I know that um, Bobby had four punch outs last night, and but he's been hot. You know, the last week or ten days, and I'm just curious. You know, bottom third of the order, even actually every hitter. Have those guys been talking about noticing a difference? Because we were saying, you know, if the fastball doesn't have the spin rate and the curveball's under sharp, maybe you get more production out of some other guys because maybe the stuff isn't as good. Have you heard stuff from the own hitters? Uh, not yet. Uh, obviously, you know, there, there are some, some guys that are making adjustments. Uh, Rick, Schil- Rick Schil, for example. He's not throwing that cutter that much. I mean, like three starts ago, he started throwing a changeup. So subtle changes like that tells you that pitchers are making adjustments. One thing they've done a better job is being on time. And and in an era that we're talking about launch angle and get on plane and your back hip and all this crazy terminology that they talk about swings, at the end, Lou, as you know, get on time, see the ball, recognize the pitch, and make your swing decision. Bobby, you know, he cut down his leg kick. He choked up, you know, his bat throughout the at-bat, and he's just making contact now. And whenever he makes contact, it's solid contact. Yesterday, that happens. You know, we know that. Actually, there was a pitch late in the game that it was a ball. He took it. It was called a strike. But I think he's in a good place. And Kike seems like, Hitting lower in the lineup, he's been able to work the counts and hit line drives. You know, what we've envisioned leading off, he's doing it down there. That's why he's not leading off. I'm like, you know what? He's he's in good role. Let's keep him there. And uh, they're doing a good job. I think uh, from Hunter down, it's been a lot better than the first two months of the season. Um, last one for me, Alex. Uh, you know, watching uh, Wander Franco, um, you know, hit that home run after he gets pulled up, uh, called up right away. To make you want to fast track uh, Jared Duran at all? <laughs> no, no. Um, sure. Good question. Good try, brother. Uh, <laughs> no, he's he's doing well. He's doing right. well. There's a few guys. There's a few guys down there that are doing well. Uh, Michael had a great game yesterday. He had two homers. Frenchy swinging the bat well. Uh, Duran, he had the walk up the other day. Uh, there's still a few things that that he needs to work, especially in a division that, as you guys know, they, they, they pitch up in the zone, you know, and, and we have to cover that pitch. And he's been on and off with that. But uh, like I said yesterday, this kid is going to contribute. Um, the future, like I said, it might be tomorrow or in a month or whatever, but he will contribute, and we're very pleased with the way he's playing. 
Pretty good question, though, huh? About a big mm. fella? Pretty multiple good. Good. multiple choice yeah, yeah. and everything. I hit every angle. <laughs> Continues to surprise you, does he not? Uh, AC, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, good luck down there in Tampa. Thank you, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. All All right. Have a good one. We have breaking news, fellas. We do. We do. Oh. This is breaking news. Got a Woj bomb, and it's not a surprise. The Boston Celtics are finalizing an agreement to hire Brooklyn Nets assistant Ime Udoka as the franchise new coach, sources tell ESPN. Uh, Udoka separated himself quickly in Brad Stevens' search process, and this was something we talked about yesterday that we assumed and maybe we were right about, including significant support from Celtics players who were impressed with Udoka after working with him with Team USA in the world's two years ago. So the players obviously had tremendous input. He's got three of and them. They, right. and they get a, yep, and they get a guy that uh, they wanted to be their coach, and that's where Brad Stevens went. Um, all right, you want to do this now? You want to wait till we come back? Good, good, We're going to take a break. And when okay. we get back, we'll yes. break it down, right. analyze it. Good question again. Mm-hmm. When's the good question? I hope all you green teamers, you sensey green teamers are happy you got a coach now. Get to you people next, too. <laughs> we'll do that next right here on OMF. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.